My chat, my chat. Hold on. Let's go. Let's go, let's go. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Alright, y'all. Let me see my stuff out. Let me make sure I did it right. Turn it down. Oh, did it mess up? Nah, I didn't mess up. I'll be alright. Welcome back, y'all. This is Dissect the Dialogue. If y'all don't know me right now, Eric T. Eric Terrence, whatever you prefer. Let's get to the nitty gritty. All right, current topics. Let's get the stuff out of the way. Um, more beef out in the world. I don't know who heard that rudimentary ass this by Megan the Snap. First of all, you you know what I mean. I don't really pay attention to like half the stuff that be going on. Like, it's like they find anything to make news nowadays. You know, with the whole Megan and Stallion Nikki thing, it's like I don't even think people even know what how that beef even started. I don't even think they they know what they're. I don't even think they know what they're beefing about. They're probably, you know, we are your mom. No, no, no. But I think whoever is in their ear has to let them like keep going on because I honestly don't even know what they're arguing what they're arguing about. I don't. I can't even tell you. If I had a gun to my head, you might as well just give my body up to science because I'm not going to know what they're talking about. I'm not. Um, let's see. I mean, uh, who y'all try, uh, rooting for as far as football? I already talk about sports a lot on here. I feel like I need to. Someone tells me I need to get back on. I mean, even though I know what it really is about but you know just to keep up with what's going on in the world i guess i gotta throw it in there even though i don't really want to but you know who y'all think i got y'all think y'all got chiefs going to the super bowl maybe not i mean i thought the texans kind of had a run i mean oh, oh boy uh tj stroud i thought he had uh something going on but eh, maybe next time you know but he seemed like he he, he, he could lead the team to, to the to get the the chip the Super Bowl, I can see it, but uh, either way, but uh, and lastly, uh, the Oscar nods were y'all shocked? Were y'all not as surprised? One thing I one thing that really shocked me. Okay, I'll tell you what didn't shock me. I was probably not gonna shock me. I knew Oppenheimer was gonna be up there for sure. I knew Oppenheimer was gonna be gonna be there. Um, what shocked me was American Fiction being there. I didn't expect it to get. Cause first, first of all, it was a, it was a great movie. Well, I'll talk about those those. I'll talk about American Fiction and I'll talk about Killers of the Flower Moon. Man, what I tell you, that was crazy. Now I'm gonna say some spoilers. I'm gonna say some spoilers just so people don't get offended. So, 
it is a spoiler for those uh, listening. So I'll break down the two movies I saw uh, last week. I was catching up to. Now, American Fiction. Uh, it was based on the uh, the book Airship by Percival Everett, I believe. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's in it. You know, whatever. Tracy Ellis Ross, Sterling K. Brown. All good names. Issa Rae was in it. Um, again, spoiler alert. So I'll say what the movie's about. So basically, Jeffrey Wright plays an author, writer. Uh, he's not really selling his books because his books aren't black enough. And y'all know what I mean when I say that. So to prove a point, well, actually, first, he went to the seminar for some famous woman uh, who's also, you know, of this pigment. Uh, basically, just reading, like, her book is just pure ignorance and nonsense. But something popped in my head, and I realized, oh, because if, for those that haven't read the book that Precious, the movie Precious was based on, if you read the book, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, the doc, I, I get it. She's supposed to be, like, you know, not really literate, you know, 16, still in middle school. But, goddamn, it's one thing to, you know, not be literate or whatever, not know. I mean, if y'all read the book, and I'm going over the, but if y'all read the book, they made this girl sound like she was stupid. But the problem is people buy into this shit and think that's how we are as a people, but that's not even true. So I think that book, that back to the movie, the Issa Rae's character, when, and I think, I think in the book, I think in the movie, that book was called We Lives in the Ghetto. That's exactly what it says. We Lives in the Ghetto. And I think there it was making fun of books like A Precious. Excuse me, Push, because that's the book. Anyway, I think they were making fun of books like that. So anyway, a Jeffrey Wright's character, he doesn't, he thinks it's stupid that we have to do ignorant shit in order for people to hear us. So as a joke, he decides to make the most ridiculous stereotypical book he can think of just to prove a point. Only to find out, boomerang effect, instead of people treating it like it is, shit, which it, which it is, it was, instead people want, people are like excited about it, they're giving them tons of money. And mind you, he, he dealt with a loss of his sister, uh, his mom is going through mental health issues. So he has a lot on his plate. And it comes to uh, that that uh, fork in the road. It's like, do you have to stand on your principles but still struggle? Or do you have to give up your principles for a dollar bill? Or does he have to keep up with certain individuals that has to tell him to do these things or else it won't get you know any traction, right? That's one take on it. And then come to find out it's too successful. They he even ends up changing it to because it, it the book was called My Pathology, but then he switches to My Path 
with an F followed you just to add the ignorance. But then <laughs> he switches the book to this is what in the movie. He switches the book to the title fuck. <laughs> he switches it to that. He switches it to fuck. They make the movie and then somehow he was able to sell everything, book, movies, everything, but at what cost? Right? So I'll take that part and then Killers of the Flower Moon, for those that, and I'll tell you what that's about, uh, around the 20s, um, the Osage tribe, yeah, uh, were one of the wealthiest people in that area. Had oil, had jewelry, had everything. So, um, then Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Ernest, uh, was working with his uncle. And his uncle was pretty much the sheriff, deputy of the whole town, and pretty much like uh, instructing and you know, uh, organizing murders on the tribe. People would end up going missing, you know, lands being destroyed. They even had life insurance policies. I mean, they were actually making some of the men to marry one of the Indian women in that tribe. And then it just kept going on until eventually the FBI came and then they, you know, was able to see their day. So they thought. But come to find out, nobody even knew about them being murdered. They just thought, oh, they got sick or, you know, the plague or the suicide. They, like they still, some people don't even think the murders even happened or they did, but certain people were able to protect them, get them immunity of some sorts. One thing in particular really got me. Uh, I guess the uncle was really mad at Leo's character, Ernest. Uh, King is this uncle, by the way. Just uh, Bill. His name is Bill something, I forget. But his name is King. <clears throat> and there is a scene, I'll probably post it. I haven't learned how to do it where y'all can watch it through here. I'll figure that out. But I'll, I'll, I'll make, make a clip of it where y'all can see it. There's a scene where they're at a lodge, a Freemason lodge. And basically, there's a scene where Leo, you know, is kind of bending over, not in the way that y'all think, but bending over and literally rubbing their whooping his ass, telling him to, you know, get your woman in check, basically. <laughs> basically whooped his ass, a grown ass man whooping another grown man's ass. That's, that's what just happened. But then you think like, why did they come, the FBI come so later? Not like, I mean, sure, they were able to stop them where they was at, but did they really stop them? I don't think they really stopped them. Because they didn't really, they should, should, they should have still been in prison. But they didn't, I think. Uh, one of them served like a, some terms, but got off on pardon. I'm like, like you murdered women and children, some children, and destroyed families, and you, you practically got a slap on the wrist. But who is allowing this? And this is when we talk about the powers that be. Who are the powers that be now? 
that phrase that's commonly used now basically it means it refers to individuals or groups collectively that hold authority over the particular domain um they're usually those groups of people that basically have control over certain things and sometimes the people don't even know what they look like or and essentially what group that they're in in particular they're just hidden from the world people say illuminati people say you know all these different groups fraternities and all that people say that but powers that be can be anybody that will hold some sort of control over a person place or thing is what i say it could be some people say governments some people say upper management in business you know for example shows like secession powers that be they control media they control what we see on a daily basis manipulating our thoughts having us thinking some things that aren't really our thoughts but what they're programming us to believe that those could be examples a lot of things like i mentioned with the celebrity beef with megan and nick the powers that be is probably making them have beef like i just found like they just showed beyonce unfollowing menage who's telling beyonce to do that you think beyonce really wanted to do that you think she intentionally said like oh you know because because i'll paint the narrative beyonce's from houston megan's from houston beyonce help Megan propel her for the career. So, you know, she's helping the Houston artists. So on paper, it makes sense that she's unfollowing Nikki while they're beefing. So someone sees that there, they could easily believe, oh yeah, Beyonce is just supporting her Houston native, blah, blah. Which is stupid because Say if it was reverse, say if Ice Spice, right, was beefing with, I guess, I guess Beyonce. I was going to say another Houston rapper, but let's just say Ice Spice was beefing with Beyonce. Let's just say they were beefing. And then it said Nicki Minaj unfollowed Beyonce. Then people say, oh, Nicki's so arrogant, blah, blah, Oh, New York people always got this. Then it's, so you have a picking and choosing a thing. Whoever has a certain level of influence and power usually wins. Beyonce is way, 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 well, yeah, I'll say at a much, you know, higher prestige than Nikki. Let's be honest. She's been around longer. Um, I mean, she, she has, already has the profile, you know, Jay-Z and all that. You know, she has the look, um, she has the right attitude. Unfortunately, the right complexion to some. So she's able to have that influence on other people. Nikki, on, on another hand, doesn't really have that, which is why she was always uh, 
not saying that some of the stuff she did, she didn't ask for, regardless if she tries to defend it and try to make some excuse about it. But it is true. Sometimes she asked for the stuff she, you know, caused to happen to her. If that makes sense. But what I'm noticing is that these people that have control in these different fields, environments, whatever, I noticed that, like I said, you never see from them, you never hear from them, don't even know who they are, yet people are afraid of them. Kind of like religion in a way. You know, people, I, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I guarantee you no one's seen how Jesus looked in the flesh, per se, or their perception of God looked like in the flesh. Yet everybody claimed that they talked to him, seen him, all that stuff, right? They can say that, but... How come people never say, well, then again, could be wrong. But I've never heard no one say, well, I saw the devil. Or they say, oh, I don't want to meet him or see him. Well, as above, so below, right? You have to see him. If you're not afraid of him, why are you scared of mentioning him? If you really... I know I sound like I'm rambling, but if you're not scared of him, why are you afraid to mention him? Why, you know, you never say, yeah, I faced him before and it was a tough battle. If you really believe in that stuff, yeah, I faced him before, but I never was really, uh, you know, he, he tried, he tried to, G like, I've never heard stories. Like, I always say everybody, you know, said God spoke to me, you know, Jesus came to me in a dream, whatever. But when it comes to, yeah, I spoke to uh, Mephistopheles or whatever, I'm like, oh, no, don't mention his name. Like, like he's Voldemort from Harry Potter or some shit. Like, you're not supposed to mention. Don't mention his name. Well, somebody, that's how I see when people are scared of, like, the powers that be. They think, they don't know who these people are. Never met them, never seen them, but everybody's scared. Everybody likes saying, fuck the government, but runs to, you know, follow everything they say. That's what happened with the COVID thing. Everybody ran to believe, oh, this, that. You know how I knew something like that was fake? Y'all remember when COVID, like, started? And how, number one, the WNBA players didn't get COVID. That's another story. But the NBA, the NBA, and then I felt it. But the NBA, uh when that first started happening, because I remember when it was starting, when it first started happening, a lot of people were still going to the games. The games were still going on. Then you had the big real black we don't really get sick like that. Then when a certain few people started getting sick, now all of a sudden, oh, we got to wear a mask. No, they're playing with you, dumbass. You don't have to continue to wear a mask. Like, I, and for one thing, I always thought that was stupid. 
Especially like when you know people would like spr- was like spraying their groceries with Lysol because oh, COVID. Oh, you gotta go spray this, you know, whatever. But it's like because they're because you know they're thinking like oh, people touch their hands. But I'm like you know when you get fruit and produce, motherfuckers was touching that shit before you got it, dummy. You know when you get your meat before it's packaged in. You know people was touching it, mashing it before they packaged it and did all that shit. So I never did get the logic behind that. I always thought that was dumb. And if that's the case, why don't you do that with everything? That's what I mean. People are so scared of this hidden entity that is the power that they but don't even know what they look like, what it is. You know? They don't even know. It's like people live in fear. They do it with religion. They do it in school. They do it with TV, radio, all that. Now, how how does how does one join a group like that? Take my stuff. How does a person join a group that is known to you know inflict harm and cause evil deeds? I say to join a group like that, you gotta you know be able to be. Hmm, that's a good word. I say. Somewhat soulless, somewhat uh, absent of emotion. I would say uh, seldomly empathetic. If that's the word, yeah, seldomly, seldom empathetic. Yeah, seldom empathy. Yeah, uh, I think that's where it's better. I think you have to be those things. I don't think you have to have like a conscience to be a part of that. Or if you do, uh, you probably have a twisted side that uh, that was probably instilling you a bit. Not saying everybody in those groups are 100% full of poison and toxicity, but on the grand scheme of things, they kind of know what they're doing. You know, even with wars. You think, who you think is starting the wars? Who you think is causing all these commotions? All these, this nonstop violence and, you know, mass murders and all that, poisoning food, poisoning the air, poisoning, you know, water supply. You think they're, you know, out every, you know, the people you look at every day? No, they probably ducked them in a corner somewhere, watching them afar. Probably in the sky somewhere, in like an invisible sky or like a transparent sky with like, you know, you open, you know, you open a whatever, whatever it was on Black Men when they went through the sky or something. Probably like got like another room somewhere where they watch everything. But I think to be in that type of organization, you have to be a little sick in the head. I think so. I think you got to be a little sick to 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 get into a realm of that capacity. Now, let's get into some. Uh, why is my stuff acting funny? Sorry. About that. Y'all, I need a new computer. Like that. 
Y'all gotta help me out now. Let's get into some final thoughts. Real quick. As it lags. Yes, it is lagging crazy. I need I need a I need a better scene. Alright, final thoughts. Now is is being evil or is evil more beneficial than being good? When you look at history books, when you hear these stories about people doing bad deeds and getting away scot-free, when you see all this going on, do you get more of a benefit than doing the right thing? Does a person that murders someone get a better, you know, reward in life than the person that gives away stuff for charity or donates, you know, gives the shit off their back? Do they get a more benefit? Because I'll tell you one thing that I noticed that's an hypocrisy. A lot of so-called Christians love justifying murder. They love justifying it. You know? Who was it? One of them that, that was, you know, a murderer that the God supposedly gave him favor. But yeah, they love they love justifying murder, right? They love justifying adultery. Some Christians love, um, you know, justifying genocide. What uh, the Old Testament God did. You know, with the plagues and all that. Love justifying that. But can't seem to intellectually understand how Jesus came out of nowhere from two people not engaging in any intercourse and just popped out with a baby. You know, basically just, just a magician. And he could pretty much... You know, he really could have during like that uh, when he was about to get killed. He could have just left. I don't know why they say crucifixion. He was murdered in front of everybody. I just like saying he was murdered, right? He could have easily like you know he could have easily like flew away and whatever. But yeah, the story never made sense to me. Like you could have easily flew away and like destroyed everything, but you intentionally chose to you know get your arm and whatever, legs, nailed, thorns, whatever. And so now people think that you gotta be like, what, a stool pigeon? But <laughs> that doesn't really work in the real world because any, as far as I know, as far as people that get pushed around and killed, they were usually mocked they're usually made fun of right if i'm not mistaken they're usually the laughing stock in all the stories that i've read again this is an objective thing i'm not saying i'm part of the powers that be i'm just saying people are so scared of them how come they never do anything about it 
Where's the same energy at when you can cry and, 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 and sob about stuff going on in countries that's none of your business? You know, stuff that happens in our country that's so terrible, crying and weeping. But you go to other countries doing the same thing you were crying about and cheering. Doesn't that kind of have a dark side in you too? Aren't you kind of a part of their agenda? Or the fact that you could watch something horrendous on TV, stuff going on in different countries, but you just turn off the TV and go back to, you know, eating, eating your dinner, passing the time. Or even better yet, you see animal cruelty and you feel terrible looking at that. But then you order Burger King. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just it's just very confusing. This to show what people are really scared of. Or or what they choose to be scared of. Because I don't think I think people choose what they want to fear, essentially. I I believe that at times we pretend to not have, you know, a dark side to us. We pretend not to have uh, that guilty conscience, right? We pretend not to have that, you know, that evil side, but have no problem voting for the lesser two evils or playing devil's advocate. We have no problem doing that. But we're so worried about what they could do or who are they? What are they? What is their plans? What's their motives? I mean, y'all the ones that's supporting them. You're feeding into their empty rhetoric. So you're just as guilty. Just like you have no problem, you know, seeing shootings happen in cities like Chicago or places like in California or any inner city, water being dirty. You don't have no problem, you know, just watching and passing the time by. But what do I know? I'm just, I'm just a person, I'm just, looking at it from a, a cloudy lens but that's all i gotta say on that that's all i gotta that's my my uh my only take i just think find that interesting you know people you know really like picking and choosing what they uh allow and what they don't allow it's wild but uh oh yes yeah, so let me tell you something Man, I know I, I need this to get back on it and work. I'm working like 10, 11 hour shifts. Uh, I'm trying to find something new, but um, 
Y'all bear with me. Y'all bear with me. I'm still going to give y'all more content, work on diversifying all that. But uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all like, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, Twitter, IG, Spotify, Apple, um, iHeart. What else? Amazon, the whole night. Yeah, catch me all that. Yep, and um, that's all. And until next time, you know, get your head out of the gutter. You know, stay positive, stay ahead of the curve, and until uh, next time, peace.